Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. One of my friends wrote recently and said that her pastor had said that unscripted prayer was a relatively recent invention in the church and so the saints for centuries had used scripted prayers and I guess maybe was calling for a revitalization of scripted prayers perhaps. And so the question was something along the lines of how do we balance scripted prayers and unscripted prayers? So very interesting question. And I don't think I would be, (laughs) it would be unfair of me to claim expertise in this topic. I would say, I, I feel like that's probably not entirely a fair statement. I think probably throughout it would seem like throughout history, people cry out to God in times of extremity. (laughs) And we can recognize even in the pages of scripture, we have Hannah going before the Lord and at the tabernacle at Shiloh and praying in the depths of her despair. And granted, I don't know that that was a very common practice since Eli thought she was drunk, but <laughs> uh, clearly she was not praying, or most likely she wasn't praying a scripted prayer. Um, I don't know that she would have had access to any of the Psalms since she would have been mother of Samuel who predated David, who wrote many of the Psalms. But I mean, maybe she was saying something that Moses would have said, but the point being, she was pouring out her heart to the Lord. And so whether she was doing that with some of the words of Moses or her own just desperation, uh, I would I would suspect that that's actually the way many of the Old and New Testament characters interacted with the with God, that they came to him with their need. And we know Moses spoke face to face as uh, God speaks to a friend. I mean, that's, um, we know that Abraham was called God's friend. So we have examples of people thousands of years ago speaking from their heart to the Lord. And then we also recognize that we've had the, the Psalms now for 3,000 years and more. And those have been beautiful tools to use in worship and in prayer that different church traditions have had the Psalms recited. I know there's some that will do five per day. I know there's um, different, uh, I guess, monastic sects or whatever would do a certain number of recitations every day. Anyway, point being, yes, we recognize that the Psalms have been used. And then we also know that there have been other forms of written prayer throughout history, or at least for several hundred years. We think about the Book of Common Prayer. um, And all of these are are beautiful tools that we can use. And we think about the Celtic tradition. They had their form of written prayer and where they would have the prayer that they would pray before they traveled and the prayer that they would pray before they lit the fire and so on. I I do think that uh, a reliance too much on the written prayers only at the expense of anything else is, um, for me anyway, it's going to be very stifling. I know I I don't have a bunch of pre-written prayers memorized. Um, I 
I tend to just go before the Lord and say, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I need. <laughs> Thank you for being who you are. I know my friend Michelle Deus says, every morning when I wake up, I open my eyes and I say thank you about a million times to Jesus. And I just think that's beautiful. You know, I don't think that the Lord is going to be like, well, excuse me, it would have been better if you could have please just said Psalm 100 a couple of times. And so there's, I appreciated also one of my friends at one point, he was like, you know, David wrote the Psalms out of his experience because he was a shepherd. And actually, now that I think about that, that was probably Bob that said that. But uh, the, the, the people in the scripture, what they talked about, Jesus talked about being a fisher of men to fishermen, that he knows our own cultural background and speaks life into our specific places. And so I guess I would say if it is of comfort and encouragement to you, to explore the pre-written prayers and enter into those, then absolutely do that. I know my spiritual director, um, every week when we would get started with our time, would pull out one of the, she had many different books of prayer, and she'd pull one out and read some beautiful words. And then I think after that, she would usually follow it up with a prayer from her own heart. And so there's a way of balancing what has been thoughtfully recorded with uh, the our own words and our own thoughts. And I will say, I appreciate reading other people's prayers at times because it expands my own idea of what's possible and how I can talk to God. <laughs> kind of a funny example, even. I was reading a prayer that I had transcribed from a prayer call last, oh, it would have been probably last July. And I thought, wow, I forgot some of these phrases. I forgot some of this direction that I used to pray or we used to pray on a pretty regular basis. Like kind of, you know, your world moves on and the the language of the season shifts. And so it was so fun to go back and be like, oh my goodness, I need that prayer today. (laughs) And so I think there is something precious about revisiting the prayers from the past, but I personally would not, I don't think I would make it if I only was allowed to do pre-written prayers. And I also appreciate uh, when some people talk about the Lord's Prayer. I'm trying to remember which book this was that I read. Uh, Maybe it was something like, could you not tarry one hour or something like that. But uh, the, the man wrote about how in the Lord's Prayer, There's all the different beautiful phrases, but that's not meant to be like, give us this day our daily bread. And that's all we're asking for is just daily bread. It's more like that becomes a stand-in for all of our physical and practical needs. And then another phrase, deliver us from the evil one. Okay, well, we want to make sure that we are not subject to time and chance, that we are, uh, there's both personal malice, like an arson or a person setting a forest, you know, starting a forest fire. But then there's also, that would have hardly called acts of God, the like the forest fire that just happens because of a lightning bolt or something. That There's no personal malice behind it. It just happens. And so to say deliver us from the evil one, that doesn't, or deliver us from evil, that is both like deliver us from the demonic realm, deliver us from people intending our harm, deliver us from the time and chance accidents that might happen in the world. We want to just say no to all of the things that would come and rise up against a person. And so 
All of that is to say, even for a pre-written prayer like the Lord's Prayer, we can pray that and it's beautiful, but in some ways it's kind of just shorthand for uh, maybe like general topics that someone might want to pray for, which is to say, just pray. And if sometimes you want to do pre-written prayers, do those because they are beautiful and they have thought behind them. I'm even just going to say one more. Um, Dr. Stanley Schmidt, who wrote the Life of Fred math workbooks, or math books, not workbooks, (laughs) uh, he has a beautiful book called Prayers at 8.30, And so after choir practice, the choir director would look at him and say, oh, will you please end our time in prayer? And he would have spent some time earlier in this, in the week coming up with a prayer. And they're, they're truly like three sentence prayers, very short. And yet he would read them. And he said, each of those took about half an hour to write. Like he would just go before the Lord and say, what, what are the sentences that you want in this time? And I love that book. I think it's, I, I spent months in that book at, at, in a season of my life. So I, I treasure the thought and the intentionality of the pre-written prayers. I just find that for me, when I'm talking to the Lord, I just need to talk my, like, I need to have a conversation with him. <laughs> so, okay. I hope that's helpful. So Jesus, thank you for all of the ways that you have treasured the conversations of the saints. Lord, thank you for all of the ways that you continue to walk with us, that you heard Hannah's cry more than 3,000 years ago, and you continue to hear the cries of our hearts even today. So Jesus, we ask that we would faithfully hear your voice, that we would faithfully walk with you, that when you invite us to look at pre-written prayers, that we would enjoy those. And in the times that you actually just ask us to uh, to talk to you as a friend, that we would enjoy those conversations with you as well. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. <laughs>